I'm Balonius Francine Marconi, along with Edward Barella. He goes by Eddie. That's his uh, common law name, I believe. Right. And uh, I believe so. You told me you're not feeling well, and I feel bad because you know that's why we're in we're in separate rooms today. So yeah. uh, because you yeah, know, you know, strange uh, head cold. It's 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 very weird. This the main symptom is I just want to close my eyes. It's really not a bad thing <laughs> you wanna, if you don't have anything. To you do. just want to be dead for I a have, little, just for a couple hours. The, <laughs> it's like the nap virus. Yeah, it's it's really but, weird because you're a guy who takes care of yourself. You're very conscious of what you put into your body. You're con- you're, you're kind of a health con- you're, you're a vegetarian now. You have uh, eaten less meat. You don't eat eggs. That's kind of gone out the window a little bit, though. I <laughs> ate eggs today, and I ate oh. meat last night. So, oh. you know, it's all going to hell. <laughs> uh, I blame Tom Brady for retiring. Uh, Ever since Tom right. Brady retired, it's all gone downhill, hasn't it? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, so, so you're not feeling well. And that's so weird because, like, Eddie does work out, and uh, I've kind of, like, that's probably where I got this is the gym. This is why That's you don't go to the gym. I was gonna say, I was like, man, it's so weird because you know you're you're actually doing the things that healthy people are supposed to do, and I'm sitting here going, how about a how about another uh, bowl of ice cream, and I'm fine. You know, I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? So uh, so maybe I'm onto something. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> don't take my word for it. But I, I'm glad you're here. Now the thing is, is like, um, because when you don't feel well. You know, uh, does it does it take more energy for you to do things that you would normally do? Like, do you feel like, oh, God, I've got to show up and do a radio show. Now I've got to put in the most energy. I Like, it's like uh, when Michael Jordan had the flu. Remember that famous uh, series when he had uh, the flu and he shot the most shots because he put every right. ounce of energy he had into that basketball game? Right. Do you feel like yeah. this could be it? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, you know, so you just got to muster it up. It's not like that. this is that difficult, but uh, <laughs> when you have a virus that is attacking your brain cells, I just feel like I might be a little bit slow is all, you know? Like, you you want to be on when you're doing this. Do you That's think you you think that something's wrong with your brain? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Should we alert the, the medic? Virus. We do have a, a medic on standby, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> if I drop dead. Yeah, like, I don't know CPR, I don't think. <laughs> I think I should. Uh, you know, Demar Ham, Demar Hamlin is trying to raise awareness after his incident on uh, CPR. I'm like, I mean, I know the basics of CPR, but I always, I always, you know, when they they say it's always changed because it used to be like have to go up, you, you have to go under the sternum, and now they tell you to go right into the sternum, right? <coughs> I forget. Um, yeah, you're supposed to break the rib cage, right? Break the Heimlich? I'm pretty sure you're supposed to. If you're not breaking the rib cage, you're not doing it right, is what I've heard. (laughs) Is that true? Yeah, yeah, for real. Because, like, it's like the person is either dead or they're going to have a couple broken ribs. So, uh, you know. I also don't like that thing where people jam a hole in your throat to keep you breathing. (laughs) And then you always see those people that have had that and they have, like, this weird scar that they can't seem to cover up. yeah. Like they're always they're, and they're suddenly you just use like a a big pen. I've heard of that <laughs> yeah. before. Just, and then they're suddenly yeah. into neckerchiefs because they can cover it up with that. <laughs> you know, 
It's very stylish, at least. At least, you know, if somebody makes fun of you, like, look, I have this awful scar I'm trying to cover up. So right. hopefully none of these horrible just... things will happen to Eddie and you'll be fine. That's all, you know. I just hopefully. wanted to check to make yeah. sure. And uh, if, yeah. if it was up to me, you could do this show from bed. I wouldn't be, you know, appalled by that. You're a professional. You know, I practically am in bed right now. I'm, I'm re- I usually don't uh, lounge back as much, but mm-hmm. I, I have the chair kind of, you know. Oh. Lounge back, uh, you know, since I'm at home, I have the dog in my lap. Oh. He's keeping me comfortable. Well, there uh, you go. Making sure I don't, if I die, maybe he'll resuscitate me. I don't know. <laughs> he'll lick so, you awake. Mood killers. Eddie, um, you know, I, I had to do jury duty the other day. And uh, yep. as you know, I was very anxious about it because I, uh, I I tend to stay home quite a bit. And when I do go out, I don't really talk about it much, but, you know, because maybe I, I, I do deserve some privacy, even though we're pretty transparent on this show, you know, about our lives. But uh, I, I was so, like, caught up in it. I was like, well, I got to go. Um, I laid out my outfit like a, <laughs> like a teenage girl getting ready for her first day at a new school. I was, I was prepared and, uh, and then I had to put it on cause I hadn't, I haven't worn, a, you know, some of these clothes for a while and I just want to make sure I was comfortable cause nothing worse than leaving the house and knowing you can't come back home and being in pants that are too tight and don't fit right or they fall down too much. You don't want to be constantly yeah. pulling up your pants. So, uh, so you've just been exclusively wearing sweatpants for the past. <laughs> well, and, years, and like right? joggers, things like that, that are simple. I can go to the grocery store if I want. Nothing, you know, I haven't been wearing business socks or anything like that or hard shoes. So uh, I have these slip-on boots that I love, Timberlands, and uh, they're still great. And so I wore those. I felt real good. I even had my hair did, Eddie. Like, I... (laughs) I really? Had a, I had a blowout. Did you get a perm? <laughs> yeah. Oh, blowout. <laughs> it looks like, I, I mean, it looks like I have a perm. I don't know what's going on, but you told you that I saw a picture of myself with my hair cut really short on the sides. And uh, right. I, I was appalled by my ears because, you know, I, I, I inherited these ears from my grandfather. And um, so I grew my hair out so I could cover them up. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. it, but the problem is, is my hair just goes poof. It, go, it just, it looks like, who's the, there's a guy on uh, Parks and Rec that was like the nemesis of Leslie Nope. And I can't think of the comedian's oh. name, but he's got this poofy hair. <laughs> That's what my hair looked like. It was like, <laughs> I, I look like a, like, like somebody that was like uh, going to court from the 1980s. I just have this poofy hair. It's really big. I don't know why you bother to look nice and get your hair did. I mean, weren't you trying to get out of jury duty? Because I don't think they want uh, somebody who looks put together. <laughs> like that has showered uh, recently. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, you want to show up, don't shower. As soon as I checked in, I you know, I have to go through all this stuff. I mean, I fed my cats extra because I was worried that I might not come home. You know, maybe they'd find like, well, you've got some outstanding parking tickets. We're going to have to keep you overnight, you know, something. I was just worried. I had all these thoughts. So I get there. They're really nice. I mean, I I, I mean, I even watched uh, 10 episodes of Law & Order SUV just to make sure. I mean, it's SVU. SUV. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the show. Uh, you know, right. just to kind of familiarize myself. Oh, yeah, this is court. This is what it's kind of like. And, you know, I... 
but I, I get there and I was worried, but, uh, I, my friend had just finished his thing and he told me about the vending machines and uh, how that was just in the holding pen. And then they uh, do have, uh, you know, coffee and stuff like that when you're, uh, selected. So I brought a backpack, like I was going to school. I had a book, extra socks. I even brought extra socks. <laughs> so <laughs> I was a charging cable, uh, uh, shoes in case my boots made my feet hurt. I was prepared. <laughs> what were the socks for exactly? Like, you know. Well, sometimes just, your feet uh, get sweaty, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're just going to change your yeah, socks you in the middle of court proceedings? You don't want soggy socks all day. So don't you carry extra socks when you go somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I should. Now I feel like I, now I'm going to be very concerned. Yeah. I was telling Eddie about uh, jury duty. And uh, it was an ordeal for me because, you know, I like to do everything right. I, I wasn't opposed to doing it. I, nobody wants to do it. But then you start thinking, like, what if somebody really needed you? And you think about what if you're in this situation and you need somebody that's going to, you know, you can count on another citizen. What if somebody's innocent and they're just charged with something and you're there to help? So I thought, well, it's, you know, hopefully it won't be a, a month of my life. It'll be a couple of days or something. Anyway. You get the summons card and I, you go there and the summons card gets you in. They don't check your ID once. So oh, really? <laughs> could have been anybody, you know, saying they were me. And I was like, man, why didn't I think of this? Get somebody really want, you know, those people that want to go jury, to do jury duty. It's like, okay. So uh, they seem like they were just glad to see anybody show up. So. Right. I, I, it, that's what I was saying is that they're very pleasant, actually. If you just show up, they're nice to you. With I the, mean, they kind of roll out the red carpet. Because there's a line when you go in, they're checking, you know, people yeah. that have to go to court in. And you get to just pass that line and go right through. You're like a like royalty. I'm like, I like this. It's like I'm a VIP without having to pay for it. Right. So, uh, and I found out that I could have brought, brought my lunch, which I was, I was upset about. Not that I was, so, so it ended up like the vending machines, it was just like, you know, regular garbage junk and uh, sweaty sandwiches. Then uh, I had a, like a coffee vending machine. And I was like, no, thanks. I'm not going to go for that. And then uh, right. I, I bet it's probably the same vending machines and stuff that people get, visiting prisons can get. You know, like when they go to those rooms to meet someone who's incarcerated and they have the vending machines on the side. I feel like I was getting the same quality in the courtroom, okay. in the courthouse or whatever. But I was in the so big, did the vending machine only take change because they said to bring change for the, the vending machine. Yes, and then but you know it took dollar bills, so you could do that. And then the coffee oh, machine good. took credit cards. And I was like, okay, why don't you just say that? <laughs> bring change means coins. It doesn't mean dollars. So anyway, so uh, the holding room, you know, it's just a big room. It had like theater seats, and uh, not a lot of people there. I sat as far away from everyone as I could. Everyone's wearing masks. I'm in the corner near an outlet so I could charge my phone because <laughs> that's, that's the important thing, you know. But then a lady, right. like I'm telling you, this place was empty and I sat in the furthest, I'm like a mile away from people sitting there. And this lady walks real close to me and um, of course she starts coughing and blowing her nose into a hanky. And I'm like, are you kidding uh. me? And so I kind of politely get up and try to find another place and I'm just like, Come on, lady. I've got, you know, all my stuff, a backpack, my socks, <laughs> extra shoes, all this stuff. Uh, I mean, they, they were really nice. We watched some video 
I think it was created in the 1980s <laughs> because it was that low quality, uh-huh. you know, like, it's like, come on. And then, uh, then we just sat there for like three and a half hours and they told us the defendant took a plea deal and we were done within like three and a half hours. I mean, can so you, you were selected for the, um, for a case. No, no. I was just sitting no? in the okay. holding pin, but there was no case oh. because, uh, whatever we were, you know, in the holding pin for, they took a plea deal. I don't know what that means. If it was a okay. real crime, I, I'm guessing it's a crime. A plea deal means infers like there's some kind of crime, right? So yeah, so you never got to find out like what the guy did, like who he killed. No, I was I was kind of upset because I was thinking, well, I could you know write an Angela Lansbury murder she wrote off of this whole thing and um, chalk it up to experience. And then oh, then and then we got a check. They give us a paper check, and this check is to make sure you were there. Basically, it's like thirty five bucks, which uh, uh-huh. cov- mostly covered my rideshare bill. So I kind of broke even. I don't know. It was just, it was, it was crazy. And I, it was fun, but I had, I had, because I was set to be there all day, I had all of this energy. I just, I was, I was too wound up, you know, and and I got home and I uh, took like a five hour nap. (laughs) That's how you know you're a real introvert. If just going to do something simple exhausts you for the day. EddieMoodKillersMerch.com. We have merch. And we do. I want uh, everyone to have a piece of our merchandise, whether it's our uh, classic uh, camping goblet, the uh, bib, Mood Killers bib, or uh, the, the new merch that uh, is being uploaded even as we speak. It's uh, Yeah, our uh, little elves are constantly working behind the scenes. Uh, something random that I said merch. on the air. And um, <laughs> we decided, hey, maybe this would be merch. Stay anal. And uh, <laughs> I, I almost like not uh, explaining it because it's uh, <laughs> just, what is that? I don't know. You know, when you explain something, sometimes it takes the fun out of it. So Right. I uh, can't wait to order a stay anal mouse pad. <laughs> That's what I really want. Yes. Going to bring that into the office. Uh, and, and I, you know, my mom likes to go on there and buy stuff for my uh, nieces and nephews and stuff. I can't imagine my mom with a stay anal mug. Uh, <laughs> so uh, get yours and stay anal at moodkillersmerch.com. All right, Marconi, let's see what's going on in the world of rock news. Mood Killers Rock News. I like oh, that guy's yeah. voice. Uh, we should yeah. sign him to a contract. That was Robert Plant. Oh. We got him to do that for us. Wow, so. amazing. Yes, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame have announced their their nominations. Oh, so exciting! Does anybody give a crap about this? No, do, and uh, like half the time, I don't think anybody. It's always does. this competition with music. Like, isn't being successful in the music business its own prize? I mean, why do we have to be? Right. Why does everyone have to be recognized? I mean, nobody. I've never wanted know. an award for radio. I think it's ridiculous. It's so. And why is Missy Elliott nominated? For the Rock listen, and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, listen, this thing has lost. Listen, I like Missy Elliott. She's fine. But yeah. it's called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, But there's no hip-hop Hall of Fame, is there? I mean, that I know of. Make one. I I don't it, think they it, need more of these Hall of Fames. <laughs> I think that, yeah, you know. We need more. Baseball Hall of Fame. All these rich people need awards. It's so weird. Like, you know, the normals. Right. Like, it, it's 
people lose their minds when they get nominated for something, no matter what profession they're in. They like to be acknowledged, and maybe sometimes it's all they have left in their life. You see these people right. with these meaningless rewards sitting on their shelf somewhere, and you're like, what the why do we always have to be recognized? Can't you just have That's fun? So dumb. Have fun making your music and die? No. <laughs> no, I, I need everybody to look at me over and over again. I need an event where I show up and everybody kisses my ass. That's and then these a-hole bands who don't get along and they won't they won't perform and they won't go up there together. Good. <laughs> that, that's that's probably the best part is like seeing like the bands that don't like each other and and won't go accept the award or people right. who are excluded from the band because they weren't part of the <laughs> nominated part or you know something like that. It's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you got uh, Missy Elliott, uh, <laughs> Willie Nelson, Kate Bush. <laughs> Willie Nelson. <laughs> Kate Bush. Uh, yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes. what, what, Cindy Lauper. So, and Cindy Lauper, I can see. I mean, she's a little more yeah. rock and roll than all of them. And I like her. I like Missy Elliott, too. But, you know, I, I get what you're saying. I kind of think they're doing Kate Bush just because she had that, that, I know. that hit. That's the, it. She like, had a hit, it, and so it was dumb. on Stranger Things, and like uh, some old people were like, "Oh, nominated!" Like, are you out of people? So you had to choose Kate Bush, really? I think so. They're <laughs> literally out of people. Pretty oh. soon they're going to be calling you and me to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We have no business being there. They're just running out of people. Do they need people? And what we're fossils are interested in this? I don't know anyone. Like when you see the audience at these things, they're all like half dead. Like. Right. And none of them want to stay there. They just want to get their award and go home. They don't want to watch the other people. Everyone uh, is interested in themselves. And that says everything right there. Marconi, we're taking a look at rock news. Mood killers. Rock news. Ozzy, he's done. He's retiring from touring. He says he's had enough. Actually, he's uh, saying he can't do it physically. Is it, yeah, his tour is called surgery. No More Tours, and he quit in the middle of that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No more. They quit in the middle of No More Tours. But I get. I heard that he he hired a team of doctors, and they're going to yeah. figure out how to prop him up and move him around and transport him. Uh, but uh, seriously, as of right now, they haven't figured it out. Yeah. Oh, so he may yeah, do but, tours again? Like I don't understand. What are you talking? I, I I guess. I mean, but as of right now, he says he can't. But he says he hired a team. Hmm. This is a rumor or something I saw, and they're gonna figure out how to strap him to a stretcher or something. I mean, why load him up? Does he is he just paying for all these? Doesn't he have money? I mean, does does he really need to continue? I mean, he's, he's well, you know, Ozzy, he's like, I, 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 well, he's he always, all about it. He always claims that Sharon is pushing him out there. I don't know what the, I, I mean, I interviewed him a long time ago and even then he was like, wanted to be off the road. Remember that on the show, he wanted to be off the road and Sharon kept push, pushing him out right. there. And I think part of it is she knows like if he stops, she's worried that he might die. But you know, cause that's his, he, he does enjoy the whole thing. But I, I hear a uh, lot of rumors like he, that he has a vocal uh, twin or somebody that's backstage singing, you know, enhancing his vocals. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I mean, vocal I, I, twin. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> vocal twin. But listen, I've seen Ozzy plenty of times. I've never seen a vocal twin backstage uh, whenever I've been. And I've been uh, in front of the audience, front row, backstage, under the stage. I mean, I've I've been given access to a lot of Aussie shows and I've been really fortunate to, uh, I saw Black Sabbath and, the, and it's, it's just so great. 
and uh, he's had a great career. Good. It's okay to call it quits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm also wondering too, you know how they um, now have the AI version of Darth Vader. <laughs> oh no. With, the, <laughs> with James Earl Jones. How long before they do that with Ozzy and just have the AI Ozzy writing new AI albums? Ozzy. <laughs> That's fun to say. AI actually. Ozzy. I think um, it's it's okay for it to all be done. Like, you know, it, it, yeah. it had its time. Does everything need to continue infinity into infinity? No. Yes. I mean, uh, I think. <laughs> as long as we can make money off of it. Right. I guess, you know, Sharon wants to buy another mansion. I thought they were settled. I thought they are in a castle somewhere in England or something. And, uh, yeah, I think they just moved from um, America, LA they, to England. Yeah, I think he wants to die in his his home country, and good for him. And his, uh, right. he's got his grandkids now and stuff. I mean, uh, I think he's it's okay. Good for Ozzy. You think that's why he moved? He's like, this is where I want to drop dead. I would, I, I would think so. He's getting up there. He's in his seventies now, right? So, I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine though, and I understand if he could physically do it. I think he does enjoy it getting out there with the fans and stuff. But if you're not feeling good when you get up there, your back's hurt or whatever, you just had that major surgery and, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, wheel them out there in some like giant throne. You know, <laughs> 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 I don't, I don't want to see that. Eddie, I have some random facts and, uh, these are all true from what I understand. That's why they're facts. Uh, here's one. The richest 20% of people worldwide take 80% of all flights. Uh, according to Interesting. Yeah, according to estimates by the International Council on Clean Transportation. So the richest 20%, that, that means like private jets and stuff? I don't know. It I seems, don't know. It seems it impossible. I mean, flying is expensive, and it just keeps getting more and more crazy expensive. So I get it. Yeah, that's why I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, no. Who wants to? They haven't it, improved don't. travel. They really haven't since, like, I don't know, no. what the sixties. Worse. Yeah, uh, no, and, it's gotten worse since then. They used to give you at least like free <laughs> meals and beverages. Now they don't. Yeah, it's own. so funny. Like you know, I get these meal kits delivered, and they're delicious, made by chefs. But an airline that you pay hundreds of dollars to fly, sometimes thousands of dollars, can't put a decent meal of food together. It's, uh, you know, worth eating. I mean, these these meal kits I get, you can put them in the oven, you can put them in the microwave, and it tastes like high-quality dining, you know? You get on a plane, it's like some plastic steak or some garbage, you know? It's like, what is this, dog uh, yeah. food? Uh, anyway, uh, here's another uh, random fact. National Lampoon's vacation gets credit for killing the station wagon. After the movie came out, sales plummeted, and the minivan <laughs> almost immediately became the most popular family car. Why, Why is that? Did Clark Griswold not make it cool or something? I, I guess. Mean, I mean, it's well, not real. I mean, it never was considered cool, right? But I guess maybe the minivan is more fuel efficient and safer. I have no idea. I hate those minivan doors that slide. Hate them. I think you know. I hate the automatic ones. Yes. I hate the automatic ones when you get a an Uber or a Lyft. Oh and, yeah. Uh, you try to open it and then they open it for you and they get mad when you try to close oh, it. Oh yeah, and they have all the these button. paper signs like what what to do and you know put your feet yeah. here and oh. 
Don't dare touch my door. I, I just, I just, uh, I round up for the uh, whatever the, the, the better one is, so I don't get the minivan. <laughs> just because of that, honestly. <laughs> uh, here's another random fact: Baskin Robbins was almost Robbins Baskin. They were <laughs> their brother-in-laws, and I guess Burton Baskin was married to Irv Robbins. <laughs> His uh, Irv Robbins' sister. Shirley, and they each had ice cream shops and decided to merge in 1948 and flipped a coin to see whose name would go first. I think Baskin <laughs> Robbins was the right way to go. I mean, when we I first guess so. when we first started, it was Eddie Barella and Marconi Baloney, and we called it Barella and Baloney. I think that was, mm -hmm. and we decided that sounded too much like a law firm. So, Mood Killers was a born. law firm or a, a deli, one of the <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, here's a, a fun fact uh, Only one scene in the movie Fargo Is set in the city of Fargo, North Dakota And no other scenes were actually filmed there Which uh, seems ridiculous But, you know, sometimes these movie companies They need resources and random locations Cost a lot more because you have to Have stuff flown in and imported and shipped And that kind of thing, so I guess maybe they just, you know, did it in places it was easier to, but I don't know. I'm wondering what the scene was now, like the wood chipping scene? <laughs> the wood chipper, maybe? I don't know. Eddie, I'm uh, sharing with you some random facts. Judge Judy was a real judge in New York, criminal. Unlike some of these talk show hosts, like uh, Uncle Jerry. I mean, Jerry, what's his name? Is it Uncle Jerry? That's what it is. Uncle Jerry. <laughs> Yeah. Jerry Springer. Uncle Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> the Uncle Jerry hour. <laughs> you remember the Uncle Jerry hour? Jerry, Uncle Jerry. All right. Well, Judge Judy, uh, well, you know, she was a criminal and family court um, judge from 1982 to 1996. And then she had some 60 Minutes piece done on her. And that's where uh, people are like, hey, she should have a show. And that's when she got a show in 1993. So, uh, yeah, she made a lot of money with that show. And now she's on some streaming service, and I think she's got pigtails or something. Oh, <laughs> she's still doing it? I thought she was done. No, I think she's just like uh, the judge. Uh, I don't know what they call it. It's not Judge Judy anymore because that's a brand name. Judy or, Law. Yeah, something. But she has longer hair. It's kind of weird, actually. I liked her little coif that she had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's uh, another random fact. It's illegal to get married in Nebraska if you have an STD. So. Don't, don't they make you get an STD test if you're getting married? Is that a thing? I don't think so. Do you? I mean, some, unless somebody. I've, I've heard of that happening. I mean, I've been in relationships, uh, you know, where it was requested and I was fine yeah. with it. You know, you go in, you're like, hey, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Sure. Right, sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of a fair. If you're in a real relationship with someone, it's kind of a fair thing to ask, I think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, you get that out of the way at the beginning of the relationship, I guess. And then, <laughs> and then sorry, if yeah. happens, you know who to blame. Uh, I'm sorry to report I'm allergic to penicillin. Oh, we can't date. Sorry. <laughs> uh, here's another random fact. Most microwaves sold in the U.S. are made by a single Chinese company, Medea. I was like, ah. you mean like the, the movie, Medea? M-I-D-E-A. The, they provide uh, microwaves for Toshiba, Comfy, 
Black & Decker, GE, Whirlpool, Brillville, Insignia, and many more. And there are some companies that make their own microwaves, but then they have uh, uh, like cheaper versions that are made by the same company, Medea. Man, they must be okay. loaded, this company. Right. And you know, and so, so they're probably laying people off there too. Like, oh, we've of made course. too many billions from all these years of microwaving stuff. Uh, we're going to have to lay uh, people off and hire more CEOs. Um, here's another random fact, Eddie, you may not have known. M&Ms are named after two founders, Forrest Mars and Bruce Murray. What a name, okay. Bruce Murray. Uh, but they wound up hating each other, and the Mars, and I guess Mars Company, bought out Murray's shares eight years later. So oh, okay. one of those M's is uh, bad, and they don't like each other. That's, fu that's funny that they didn't like each other. Uh, here's, uh, here's another <laughs> random fact. Uh, you may have seen this in the Weird Al Yankovic movie. I don't know if you watched yeah. that. Pretty funny. I didn't watch it yet. The uh, who, yeah, is he that got the, his, the bio yes. pick or something? Right. He, okay. Weird Al Yankovic got his first accordion from a traveling salesman and recorded his first hit in a public bathroom. I think it was My Bologna. Yeah, I heard that. But I think Doctor Demento played that in the, yeah. the history. I mean, that's. I think that's why I'm uh, so in love with Weird Al because his big hit was My Bologna, <laughs> Marcona Bologna. You know. So, Why don't we uh, play at the start of every show? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not just about me. It's it's both of us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Mood Killers!